the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, everybody, to the Comedy Zone Podcast for the week of April 15th. Uh, shooting from the hip on that one, I don't know. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Allen King. We are halfway through April. It is the 15th, I remembered. And time's not slowing down. We're getting vaccinated. We're doing comedy again. We have mass shootings. There's trials against cops for killing people while other cops are killing black people. Life in America is back, guys. So don't get mad at me. That's actually what's happening right now. Uh, it's tough to reconcile how quickly everybody got back to normal. I wanted to start out on a real bright note, Brian. For everyone who uh, listens to the show, you guys know we have the guru, the, the man behind the curtain, Brian Baltashevitz, pulling all the strings and, and making this all happen. How are you, buddy? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit... So my wife and I are back on keto this week. Oh, good And God. I'm having some trouble finding the right... The, 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 the finding the right balance. I've been... I've been alternately so hungry and tired that I pass out to having so much energy that that I'm like bouncing off the walls. It's 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 been a, a an extremely difficult week. It sounds like keto is a huge mistake. That's that's what I got from that. Well, it's the only thing that work. It's the only way other than eating right and exercising. It's the only way that I can lose weight. <laughs> I hear Tara laughing in the background. The, yeah, it's the only thing yeah. I'm willing to do to lose weight, really. I suggest drinking more or something like that would be better than, than what you're trying yeah. to do there. Um, clear this worked for you guys in the past, okay. though, right? You guys, you guys did. I lost some... like 60 pounds about two years ago. Yeah. Good Lord. And then you, the pandemic happened and gained it all back. So. Uh, yeah, well, Plus listen. probably 20, yeah. Really? Yeah, you <laughs> doubled down on it? Yeah. Good. All yeah, right. I did. I did. I am not. I'm not so, doing any of that. I am exercising more, but uh, good luck on the keto thing. I don't thanks, really know what yeah. else to say. I mean, it does work for you guys, so I don't want to give you a hard time. But you know, far be it for me to, you know, to hold you back from living your best life. But it doesn't sound like keto's it. <laughs> no one well, on it, keto it, is living it, their best yeah. life, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not. It's not a fun <laughs> thing. I mean, you can't have carbs, right? So, yeah. like, all of the good things are carbs. I want that diet where it's just bread and cheese and mayonnaise and potatoes. What's that? What diet is that? That's the, uh, I believe it, it's the, it's, it's, it's the Irish bypass diet. diet. It's the real bypass diet. That's, that's, that's the one I, that's, I'm on that diet. I eat that yeah. every day. Pizza is also a, it's one of the four food groups. Good for you. Well, I'm glad. No, I said we weren't going to talk too long because I, I, I just, I have to get to our guests because, you know, they're. Yeah, they're quit just, screwing around. Yeah, quit screwing <laughs> <laughs> they're like my favorite people. God All right. It. So our special guest today, uh, I, they're just, I can't, I can't even begin. So it's two people. Uh, they're some of my favorite human beings alive. They're just a, a crazy talented comedian who is literally one of my all time favorite comics performing today. Uh, when I say this person's name and you don't recognize it, do your research, look him up. Uh, you're going to thank me later. He's literally open for everyone. Um, 
as of late, he's been turning around with Josh Wolf, uh, and uh, he he kills every single time. Uh, he's the most consistently liked comedian that I've ever met. Uh, uh, every comic loves this guy. If I mention his name, my my cool points go up like twenty to fifty percent. Uh, it's it's starting pretty low, so that's maybe not that big a deal. But he is. He's the most liked uh, comic that I know. Uh, it's because he's amazing on stage and he's like the best hang because um, he's he's uh, smart, interesting. We always do cool shit when we're working together, whether it's like hiking or, or playing cards in strip clubs. Um, that's a real thing that we, that we all did, by the way. Um, also, he's joined by his partner in crime and on the airwaves. Uh, she's also super talented and brilliant and an equally fascinating person. They have a podcast together called Side by Side. Um, we're, we're talking, she's got a, a guided meditation. I said that wrong earlier. I'll make it there. Guided meditation on YouTube. Uh, she's got uh, some things coming up with that. I know there's already something you can watch. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast the very funny lady. Leah and Kenny Garcia. Hey. We're gonna have the applause. Hey. <laughs> they were like, oh. yes. yeah. Tell everybody to sit. Tell everybody to sit down. Why are they standing? This is weird. You know what? Leave them up there. Usually, leave them up there. The I I forgot about that that strip club <laughs> card game until you brought it up. That was That's a correct. Buffalo, right? That's right. Oh, I'd like the ugliest <laughs> strip club of all time. The worst strippers. Weren't we playing That's Uno right. or something? We were like, why is that That's a right. man? We were playing. Yeah. <laughs> we were at tables together. We were playing Uno at <laughs> a strip club, smoking, smoking cigars. Cigar. Yep. Yeah. And that here's the thing. Hang. That wasn't the only night we did it while we were there. <laughs> we went back. To, we went back a second oh, time. Yeah. That's how much fun. We probably did. That sounds very I, familiar. I can't believe we did that. It was freezing it was, that weekend. It was, well, would you rather have been outside <laughs> doing it? We decided know, to take the game inside. We could have gone to a regular bar. We very much could have gone yeah, to a regular bar. and not bar. been harassed by those but really you, aggressive strippers. You wanted to see old lady tip. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that was me. You were like, hey, I want to sip. I want to watch my fellas have a cigar, and I want to look at some old lady tits. That's what you said. Well, tits would have been nice, but not old lady tits. What's I didn't wrong know. With old lady tit? I mean... Old lady tits can be nice too. Jason, you've seen a bunch of old lady tits. Yeah, I'm in a your fan time. of all the boobs. Yeah, all boobs all are good boobs. I don't care. Yeah, old, no I mean, boob. there's a there's a uh, there's an age limit like on the lower end of that. The upper, it's fine. I, yeah. So the, that also coincides <laughs> with the boob level right. as well. They go down on the lower end as well. Thank you guys for having us. We're very excited. We've heard so many great things about this uh, podcast. You are, you are too kind. You're too kind. And I uh, appreciate the kind words about young Leah and I. And uh, we feel very much uh, the same about you. Yeah. Very quickly to your audience. Uh, I don't know if they wouldn't possibly know this, but Jason was at our wedding. And during our wedding, and we instead of having uh, people give speeches, we had our favorite comedian friends uh, roast us. <laughs> Jason was not in the first grouping of comics we selected. Right place, though. Someone bowed out, and Jason immediately stepped up. And not only did he step up, he was pound for pound, probably the funniest yeah. one. People enjoyed him the most. He also very courageously did a, a really wonderful impression of me that took me aback. Oh, my God. I got uh, so many laughs. I was ready to fight. I was like, there's, there's no way that's me. See, oh. the set wasn't... We, I was like, what's he doing with his hand? I don't do that with my hand. We asked the comics to do sets, and we didn't... Ex I don't know. We, we said, expected hey, it kind of. We thought that 
we didn't. It wasn't billed as like, hey, roast us. It was like, hey, entertain our friends. <laughs> then the very first person who went up was one of my really good friends, Ken Krantz, a really funny comic out of New York. He was just, he read the room so yeah. perfectly. He was like, I can't do jokes here. This has to be, we just make fun of Ken <laughs> and Leah. They were then, savage. It yeah. was rough. And then every, I think you went on third, if I, I'm not mistaken. I think mistaken. you're right. I can't remember who... It was in front of me. I remember who went. It was Ken Krantz and then Jamie Roberts, and they both destroyed. <laughs> I was actually like, whoa, this is like, this is going to be hard. Yeah. And it was not, it was, it, it was a hot room, but also like, there were a lot of landmines. It could have gone very wrong. Place. I would agree. <laughs> That's what I was feeling. And, uh, <laughs> My way up. By the, yeah, but, and you dominated. It was really wonderful. It was, yeah. So. I forgot about the Kenny impression. That <laughs> like, was so good. What are you talking about? It was, yeah. it was accurate. But it was, uh, oh, thank man. you again. We've thanked you many times. But, it uh, it, it meant a lot to a be there job. and it meant a lot to, to do it that you guys asked me to do that. It really was. It was awesome. And Drew uh, was. Easily the most fun wedding he, you've ever been I gotta to. I got to be correct? honest. Yeah. And I, I've been to it like it was so yeah. much that whole week. Are you kidding me? You guys invited me out with friends and family. We got, you know, brunch and all these other things. Like it was an amazing week. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was Absolutely. a great time. Well, let's do it again. Yeah. Leah, you can do it again with your new husband and I'll do it with my new wife. I'll be there. However many weddings it is, I'll be there for all of them. Perfect. (laughs) So everyone listening, you can see why all the things I said at the top, this is exactly why. Because they're a riot together. They're a riot apart. They're so much fun. So uh, you guys have been traveling the world. The ubiquitous question is like, what did you guys do during the pandemic? But I know you guys are, you're traveling. You never slowed down. Like you guys are super busy. Oh, I mean, what what didn't we do during the pandemic? <laughs> we we moved from Philadelphia to Tampa, Florida. Uh, we abandoned the Northeast and became the most Florida Florida people ever. Yeah, we were like COVID. <laughs> no, not for us. <laughs> no way. Yeah, because you guys were, were, we're like, you guys were very New that. York people. That's how I how I saw you. I mean, Lee, I know you weren't really living there until like a little bit later, but you guys were as New York people that I knew. I thought. And then you're like, nah, we're going to go to Philly. I mean, I'm, I'm born and raised in New York, and I very much identify as a New Yorker. You know, the Northeast in a COVID world, you know, was it, it was I'm seeing what it's done to my friends there. And it's been rough. Like we've been here in Florida since August and we've had a lot of friends and family come visit us here in Florida. And we legit feel like we are hosting <laughs> refugees. We're, like it's not. Yeah. Like, I'm being, they have post-traumatic stress. Oh, my God. Like, they're like, dude, I walked through the mall with my friends who came to visit recently, and they're like, what are we doing? And I'm like, uh, we're just going through the mall. They're like, I haven't been in a mall in a year. Uh-huh. You know, like, we, you know. We got friends that are fully vaxxed, and they still don't want to get on planes. Yeah, so, like, it's, you know, it's pretty scary times. I will say probably the cutest thing that has happened and the most sincere and real thing, another friend we were like hanging out with him, his wife, and his two kids. He has a little six-year-old daughter, and his his daughter legit asked me if Florida had cured COVID oh. because we were just walking around <laughs> oh in the world. God. She couldn't believe it. She was coming. They came in from California. Wow! And she was like, she's like, Kenny, did they cure COVID here? And I was like, I don't think it ever existed here. It's also funny because we'll go back up north, and people will be like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe it! It was the first Saturday night after the vaccine came out, and people were just having so much fun partying in the street." And we'll be like, "You mean like a regular Saturday <laughs> night here in Florida?" So Lee and I have bought it, but uh, it was like we were in the Northeast. Quarantine hit us hard. You know, we were saved by 
the Michael Jordan documentary and Tiger King. And, you know, we, I think luckily for us, we had each other. Yeah. Um, you know, we tried to make it as fun as possible. I can remember one evening during the quarantine where, you know, Philadelphia was like on a lockdown and Leah and I just decided to get dressed in our wedding outfits and I put on the suits and she put on her wedding dress and we went to Wendy's yeah. and we like went through the drive-thru. And, like, you know, we took some time getting dressed up. And, you know, then when we got back home, we realized the whole thing of, like, getting dressed, going to Wendy's and making it back took up all of, like, 45 <laughs> minutes. And we were like, well, I guess what? we got to do that 24 more times today. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we tried our best and we made it through. And, you know, we're grateful for the time and being in a healthy yeah. place mentally with each other because it was a really Yeah, it's tough been hard time. on a lot of people. I mean, especially when you're, you know, I, loved one or not, you, you're being forced to be in the same place, in the same room with people, which is not normally how our lives work. So, yeah. I mean, Well, I think Leah and I had the luxury of we basically fell in love in a car. You know, I was traveling so much around the country when we first started dating and she for whatever reason decided she wanted to join she had some time off in between jobs and uh you know she traveled around with me for six weeks in a ford focus like a crazy person <laughs> and and dogs so, you know That's right and two dogs we got a dog literally a few months after dating and uh, why'd you say it? we're like like you're so sad <laughs> no, I'm not sad. It was just nuts when you look back. Yeah, we moved pretty quickly. Yeah. And yeah, and then, so I think being stuck in an apartment together, sure beat, you know, having to like be in a Ford <laughs> right. Focus together. Oh, yeah. Like it was a lot easier. Just, just to tell you guys how fast we moved, I the day I met Kenny's daughter, she got into the car and he said, hey, this is Leah. Also, look in the back seat. This is our new dog. Also, Leah's moving in with me. <laughs> of course, Daly's like, yeah, all right, cool. She was like, oh, cool, yeah. Well, they had met a whole bunch on FaceTime. Yeah. On Zoom, yeah, yeah. There was no Zoom back oh, then. Well, Zoom FaceTime. wasn't a thing back in 2019. <laughs> I know. I it took a pandemic for Zoom to be introduced to the world. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I got to be... I gonna be Skype and lose to Zoom. Oh. You had like a twenty-five year head start on Zoom. Somebody lost. Somebody lost. Yeah. We we always say that Zoom created the pandemic, and then another one I say is Peloton. <laughs> Peloton created the pandemic. Yeah. Peloton and Zoom, baby. Yeah. You guys buy some stock in that. What are you gonna do? How about you yeah. guys? That. How'd you survive the pandemic, Jason? Uh, you know what? I took advantage of uh, of all that time. I I mean, I put it all back on, but I got into hiking and kayaking and all that. So I just. I just stayed busy as busy as humanly possible. I did not let he myself. was like six months into the thing, like last June, July, somewhere on there. He was yeah. yoked, man. He, yeah. he was as big as he was just you wouldn't have recognized him. <laughs> That's from the masturbating, yeah. not from the It was very one sided, yoked on one side. Is, yeah. Good yeah, for you, was, Jason. You know, a lot of I actually not to get too crass on the whole tone of masturbation, but I found out this weekend I met a fella who told me not only could he go both hands with the masturbating, but he can go backwards. Wait, where inverted? Was this? Goes, I call that inverted. The thing. That's the away team. I call that the away game. Was that at your show? No, that's, that's one of my cousins. The away oh, team. God. He goes away. He goes, he goes like a, a away game on his wow. own stuff. And I was like, yo, yo, dude, this is, I've never been more impressed. 
And then not only that though, but now he has extra things to think about during this time. Like, I, I like, feel like if you're doing a away game, you spend way too much yeah. time masturbating because at one point you've been doing home and now you're saying, oh, I got to mix yeah. it up for you're a saying, different feel. You're saying he should. You shouldn't have tricks when it comes to... No, you just do the one thing. Yeah. Not the one thing. I, that's yeah. me. I, I'm one lane. I can only go... Yeah, it's, it's drive-through. It's not a sit-down it, It's not a sit down yeah. meal. You know what I mean? It's drive-through. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, dude, yeah. like... This is... Yeah, exactly. You put it too much... Two time. hands? What does he hold the phone with? What are you, in the circus? You can go away game? How does he watch the video? Yeah, he goes the other... No, he, he can go one hand or the other, not at the same time. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, but you're a I girl. think girls do the yeah, a one guy, hand or it's like very specific. Well, pretty you usually go dominant hand. Hmm. Anywho, sorry. That <laughs> that's that's literally why you guys are hysterical. I was just what was the over under on the masturbation talk, Brian? Was it five minutes? I think we're we have yeah. I had I had yeah, four minutes and thirty seconds, I believe yep, was the yep. over under. Yep. That's how long it takes me. <laughs> so the, the irony. That's awesome. How long were you guys in Philly? That, that was a that was brief, right? It was very brief. We were in Philly for less than a year. Uh, we moved there in November. We were out of there by August. Yeah. I think no- November of 2019 and then by August 2020. I- by June 2020, we decided to leave. And quite honestly, we would have stayed in Philadelphia had it not been for yeah. the pandemic. And then subsequently the riots. Like we really actually fell in love with Philadelphia. It's um, and you it's know, one of my favorite things to make fun of is Philadelphia actually. Uh, and the people who know me know that it's one of my favorite places. But it's more fun to make fun of them because of how aggressive they are. So that's why. I do oh God, so, so aggressive. aggressive. Yeah, I yeah. actually. I actually had like a lot of fun arguing with people in Philadelphia. It doesn't sound like you at all, Kenny. Like, they, <laughs> would, they would be ready to. They were like ready to mix it up with me. Uh, but it, it was it was we would argue with people on our elevator on a daily basis yeah the people of philadelphia do not know how to share elevators <laughs> with each other it is absurd even pre-pandemic even especially pre-pandemic yeah the problem is they live in philly that's, that's the issue that's why they're so angry yeah philly in the yeah. winter time so you made, so. made good decisions so i've been down to florida a couple of times i've done like the port charlotte and uh, a couple of those places so you're, you're right it was i was down there the night of the election which was oh boy probably not the the time to visit florida for the first time in a while that was Who it won was again? Uh, the other guy if you're in florida yeah oh, uh but yes, yeah. they, the uh, the uh, pen, the pandemic of COVID was not in Florida, as far as anyone there is concerned, for sure. I like I, I've been using a joke to start shows where I say, "Hey, I moved to Florida. The the whole world shut down on March fifteenth, and the state of Florida was like, I'll give it to Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to Target over the weekend. Uh, that's like the whole state, and that's the vibe here." And like, quite frankly, like we're lucky. We live in a fairly liberal bubble here in Tampa, but it, Tampa as a whole still has like kind of some red state sentimentalities. And like, to be quite honest, like I can, I think we're Republican now. <laughs> it's like, weird because a lot of <laughs> it's like, yo, dude, the gas went up. Yeah, the gas went up. Right. What's with the gas? You know what I'm saying? Why are we paying an extra dollar on the gas? Also. I like not being made to feel like a terrorist should my mask drop below my nose. 
Just because my mask drops below my nose and I'm not itching to pick it back up, that doesn't mean I don't support trans people. I do. Uh, Black Lives Matter. It's not all one B one, Leah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, oh, the mask comes down below the nose and I'm fighting you and pulling it back up. I support Black Lives Matter. It's I'll see DeSantis do something and I'll be like, that's right. That's that's the guy. Good job. And DeSantis, like, our yeah. governor, <laughs> recently, he was like it was pretty funny. Like, we've never been into politics until we moved to Florida. And, like, we're defending this guy now. Like, they just put all the vaccines at the Publix. Which, by the way, moving to Florida, why haven't you told us about Publix before? Why isn't this not a national thing? All of the supermarkets should just be Publix. Yeah. But uh, DeSantis put the vaccines there because someone from the, Publix. All it took was $100,000. They gave to his campaign. And I'm like, I like this guy. I was like, I was actually like, oh, why didn't he ask for more money? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's not as good as I thought he was. It's a very white uh, store, yeah. right? Isn't that what they say? Isn't that what wasn't that one of the issues? Was that it's a very. Ooh. Well, that's probably why we like it. <laughs> no, no. I think I think that the issue was it was 20 minutes by transit. It was two hours by transit, excuse me, for a poor community uh, to get to a public. I think it was specifically a handful of poor communities, not all of the poor communities. And like to me, like Publix has really dropped the ball where they like, OK, cool. They could skirt a lot of this bad publicity by simply getting a food truck. And bringing the vaccine to some of these bad See? neighborhoods that is far, and then and then no one would complain anymore because legit, Leah and I were in a Publix at like 11 p.m. the other night, and a lady was like, she we were like going through the self checkout. She like creepily walks up on us as we're trying to steal <laughs> from the self checkout, and she's like, "Hey, have you guys had the vaccine yet?" And we're like, "What? No, we're not stealing anything." She's like, "I didn't mention anything about that," and I was like. And then she was like, no, I got the vaccine. Do you guys want it? And we're like, we can get it right now. And she was like, yeah, I can give it to you right now. There's, She's selling wow. it to us like street drugs. And we're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> we're like, just left. Like, that's Publix, hey, you baby. You got some of that good, good Pfizer? You got some of that Pfizer? Yes, I got some yeah. Moderna. I was like, which one? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I did. We did ask this one. I think it was the Johnson. No, it wasn't that shot. one. Yeah, it's sad. It's, it's sad that the one that they recalled is the one that you only have yeah. to get once. Because knowing me, I would get the first shot and then I would just, I'd be like, you know, I think it works. I think I don't need the second one. <laughs> that sound like something you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Johnson and Johnson. It's getting bad now. They're now they they've paused it. Uh, is what they said here in here in the U.S. I think six people got yeah. some blood clots. I have a friend yeah. who just. Just took yeah. it. Here's yeah. the problem. We should regular people shouldn't know this much about science. Like even that, just being like, "Hey, uh, Johnson and Johnson put the why we should why we shouldn't no. know this stuff." Yeah, but I mean, when you take birth control, the chances what do you of getting we I, only half the population. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Takes when birth when women take birth control, the chances of getting a blood clot are like one in a thousand. But no one really reads that. No one cares. They're just like, yeah, just give me the pills. So I feel like, yes, we do know too much. But on the other hand, people will be like, why do you care about the blood clots when police are shooting people? And I'm like, we can care about both. Like, I don't want to get right. blood clots. It's like one in, it's like, one it's in all me. like 900,000 like people get, get the blood. You're, but you're right. You're just like, yeah. why do yeah. we... Why do we yeah. know that? The age of information with the dumbest people have ever been alive. <laughs> That's how I feel. There's, there's too many memes out there. Too many people taking information That's right. from memes. That's right. I'm yeah. included. I'd be like, I thought I found out DMX died from a meme. 
Mm. They're like, rest in peace, DMX. And I was like, oh, this shit is on like, me. Oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty rough. That's rough. So you guys. I see what you did there. It's pretty rough. See that? It's rough riders. Uh-huh. And, and the only reason why yeah, I know yeah, that is because I saw a little uh, gif where there was deer running across the road. And then that was like DMX music. First yeah, off, it's GIF. I don't. God damn it. Is, is it, it, is it ready for a break yet? I don't know. It's GIF. Yeah. <laughs> is it GIF? It's GIF. Yeah, of course I it's a it, gif. I think it's a I'm like a pop pop. I don't know these things, man. I don't I don't know all the pop <laughs> pop. I don't know what that is. All right, That's so you're gonna stay in Florida for a while for the foreseeable future? I mean we've genuinely I think we're gonna stay in Florida for the rest of our lives. <laughs> What's great is <laughs> we've fallen in love with we've fallen in love with Florida in a very in a very surreal way. Like we've fallen in love with Florida and like we're kinda like we're a little ashamed of it. Like, because I think, like, you know, like, I'm too cool to be a Florida guy, but I'm a Florida guy. Like, Dude, I, we were gone for a weekend. I came back to yoga today and one of my instructors hugged me <laughs> and she said, I hope you had a good weekend. Like, where else does that happen? You know what else? This is how, like, I know Florida has changed us. We're so spoiled. Like, you know, it's always so beautiful and nice yeah. and warm here. And uh, like Leah and I recently, I just did a bunch of shows in Philadelphia. And like we thought it'd be fun. Like, hey, why don't like for a day before we go to Philadelphia and a day or two after the trip, we'll just spend some time in New York. So we got to New York on Wednesday. I had some shows in Philadelphia on Thursday. And by Wednesday night, we had been in New York for about 12 hours. And Leah and I, I I literally said to Leah, I was like, Yo, would it be weird if we just went back to Florida on Sunday instead of, I feel like I did everything I wanted to do in New York. And she was like, oh my God, I was afraid to ask. Like, I want to go home so bad. And then we just literally just changed things around and we flew back home Sunday. And we were like really fun and excited. We were like, oh, this is so smart. I'm thrilled for you guys with this. This is amazing. Thank you. People are literally telling us congratulations on Florida. (laughs) Like people who live here, they're like, but we tell them how much, they're like, oh, congratulations. It's like, yeah, like do we just, how do we not know about this? That's awesome. Good for you. I mean, I don't know. That does have, you know, Disney World and, and, you know, all those places. I love all that stuff. I don't care. Let me tell you something. Florida gets a bad rap. But it is deserved. There's a lot of weird shit that happens here. Yes. But like, uh, there's other there's other really yes. amazing low key parts about Florida, and I think we're gonna end up ruining it for Florida because we just are talking about how much we love it so much. I think other people are really smart about just playing it. The people who really love it for what it, the value really is here, they just kind of keep it to themselves. Yeah. And I think Leah and I are going about, and like pretty soon, once we like start seeing like a line <laughs> somewhere, we'll be like, that's it. We're never talking about Florida ever again. Yeah. Oh. You know? Well, it is, what is happening down here is people from New York have been looking at listings on the internet and literally buying houses in cash without ever seeing them in person. And this has been happening since the pandemic started so much so that the market has been like, you know, incredibly inflated because of all oh these boy. New Yorkers. Leah, did you ever think you'd be on a podcast talking about science and real estate? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> things I know not enough about. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. Now, I, I do want to uh, we do want to we'll skew some of this uh, comedy wise. We're going to take a quick break. And we come back. I want to know a little bit about the Josh Wolf tour you've been doing, and a little bit about the side by side your podcast. All right. So we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a quick Wonderful. break. Uh, we'll be right back, everybody. Oh. 
At OrthoCarolina, my personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse because online scheduling saves me time. OrthoCarolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at OrthoCarolina.com. Get ready. Broadway is returning to Charlotte. Blumenthal Performing Arts has an incredible selection of upcoming hits, including the returns of Hamilton and Wicked, plus the long-awaited Charlotte debut of Disney's Frozen and many more fan-favorite musicals and plays. Season tickets are on sale now at BlumenthalArts.org slash BPA Broadway. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care doesn't have to wait because after hours, urgent care knows accidents happen. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast. Everyone's making fun of me when I have to be quiet for a second. Um, we have this amazing uh, couple that's here. These, these guests are my favorite people. Uh, Leah Garcia, Kenny Garcia. They're a dynamic duo, a married couple. They do everything that's funny and awesome together. And uh, we're having a great conversation with them. Um, and uh, I mentioned early on in the introduction, uh, Kenny, that you've been uh, doing sort of a mini tour with uh, Josh Wolf. I know you've worked with Chris Porter and I mean, the list is, is so long. Like I said, you're, you're uh, super popular with these people. How's that been going with Josh? Josh has uh, been phenomenal. He's been a lot of fun. Uh, he and I linked up pre-pandemic. Uh, I was doing a Funny Bone in Albany. And uh, yeah, we just hit it off. Like it's uh, just two grown adult men. <laughs> We're actually very there was a lot behind that. I don't know if we should dig That's too deep, but I... You know. <laughs> no, let's not dig too deep. Thank you. Leah even rolled uh, her eyes at that one. She's yeah, a... <laughs> we just, uh, we just, we've just hit it off. He's been a, a ton of fun. He's been very, like, easy in the green room. Um, you know, yeah, we hit it off pre-pandemic and then just worked one weekend together. And then uh, he hit me up post-pandemic. He was doing some stuff in Orlando. He had found out that we moved down to Tampa. He asked me to come down there. It was the first inside shows I had done since March uh, when we did them, like, or mid-October, like right before Halloween, I think. Then he was like, hey, I'm going on the road a bunch. I like working with you. Like, would you want to come out with me? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then uh, that's kind of how that's worked out. And uh, he's been great. He's legit one of my, not only like one of my favorite comics, but he's just like one of my favorite people. He's just really easy to be around. He's like a tireless comedy writer of his own material. And then just like kind of watching him you know, one of the things that you learn from, like, you should be learning from headliners something, but one of the things that I've really learned from him is just, like, the level of consistency that he brings to, like, every performance. Not only just, like, the performance, but just the energy. And even more importantly, maybe his own energy, like, before mm -hmm. the show. And it's uh, it's very impressive. Mainly because of the things that I struggle with, so maybe I admire them that much more when I can see someone doing it at a level that I'd kind of mm. like to get to. And he's just like, uh, you know, you end up spending so much time with people when you're on the road, 
you kind of want the vibe and the hang to be good. And he's just like a really phenomenal you know, hang. Really, one you know. of the reasons why, uh, obviously, because a brilliant comic though, but, but you you seem to to dish out these these gems when we hang out constantly. So it's one of the reasons why I really wanted you on the show because you talk about you, you know, sort of had these moments with Josh Wolf, which turned into basically doing sort of a small sort of tour with him or a leg of his tour, whatever you want to call it. Because I saw the same thing happen with Theo Vaughn uh, when you. I want to say you did a guest set that turned into. I actually, I met Theo Vaughn and actually Theo Vaughn in, yeah. in Charlotte. It was fun because I was on the road with Leah and we had a weekend off and we were going to just be, you know, just kind of, I had to go, I think to Indianapolis. And so I just needed a place to stay and I was going to stay with some friends and family here in South Carolina. And I saw that Theo was at the Comedy Zone and I reached out to Ted uh, and I was like, hey man, I just want to like, I saw that the shows were sold out. I just want to come see the show. And he was like, I need a host. Do you want to host? And I was like, yeah, I'd host. So it was like a nice way to make, you know, eight hours a show. Uh, wow, that much. And I was like, this would be great. It's pretty accurate. What? Of, rates have gone up. And then, uh, yeah, so he and I hit it off from hosting. Um, so that was like really cool. And then he had me. You know, we've we've developed a nice little friendship. You, one of the things that you uh, told me, we, Kenny, we early on that I've taken to heart because people should know that, like, we, you know, you and I, I feel like it was the same deal. Like we hit it off and we, we became friends and it did some shows. And then Kenny has been kind enough to bring me to, I mean, various clubs all over the place. And but some of the things you just dropped these nuggets everywhere. One of the things you told me was. This is an ask business that stuck that stuck with me. Where it's don't be, and obviously there's a, a you know a ton of things that go along with with the idea of you can ask, like you got to ask or you're not going to get anything kind of thing. But there's you know the good hang, being an a, a approachable person. You mentioned the green room. He's someone who's being good in the green room. Those are like super important things that I attribute a lot of my knowledge about that to you. So this is two examples of you being successful at that. Well, I think when it comes to the ask. One of the things that I've been pretty clear about with the ask is you can't ask for something that's not like within your grasp. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like it's unreasonable to be like, hey, put me on (laughs) this sitcom right now. You know, like that's just like unreasonable. Like, you know, I always equate it to like I like basketball so much. So it's like, you know, you can't make a shot unless you take the shot. But there are also take makeable shots. Right. You know, like let's shoot a high percentage here. Let's not be reckless and just shoot shots, you know, like and not make it a numbers game because then you become the asshole who's just asking for unreasonable things. But I think we've also seen that in comics being like, hey, man, let me give you some tips. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, why would you make that shot? Well, why would you take that shot? Yeah. Like that's just a dumb shot to take. And then, you you know, then you become the guy who takes dumb shots. And then to like, you know, get back to more basketball analogies, no one likes playing with bad shot takers, you know, like people like playing with people who take sensible, makeable shots. And like, I think I learned that on, I learned that pretty early that, yeah, like there's going to be people who will covet you and who will ask for you and those feel great. But then there's like other times where like a person may not consider you for whatever reason, because maybe they think that that's not something you'd be interested in or maybe they don't think you're quite ready but if you show them that hey i am ready for this you know more oftentimes than not you know if you got all the other things kind of going for you they'll kind of reward that and that's kind of like been you know a big part of my career 
yeah, like I wasn't afraid to ask for help or ask for something that I thought felt yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. But based on what I've seen and heard is is you have also you take time to establish a rapport. You take time to get to know the people that you're with. You you're a you're a, a person who asks questions about someone or uh, in earnest. You want to know who they are, who they are as people. I don't think you seem like someone who the, the two of you actually. It seemed like. If someone were like, you know what's amazing, uh, bowling in Aspen, and you'd be like, okay, why is it? Why is that awesome? And when are we going to go do that? And then you guys would end up, you know, a month later bowling in Aspen because that's, you know, Aspen sounds like a lot of fun, not bowling. Might have been a bad example, but yeah, I think for me, and uh, you know, I feel very comfortable speaking for Leah here. You know, one because she's a girl, <laughs> and two because. Uh, Straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a man and she's a woman. Uh, is that all uh, that currency? You yeah, built I up think we both... just get rid of all of it. Nicely done. Uh, <laughs> we talked earlier about digging a hole. I just like. Uh, I think we both do. We like. We're curious, and we like the depth of people. I think you tend to learn more about people, you know, when you ask questions. And I, I like people. And, uh, you know, usually comics are pretty interesting people and they have good stories and I like hearing the stories. It's a way to connect with people. And I think people, for whatever reason, trust me with information. Uh, and I like to reward that trust by, you know, investing in them. And you evaluate. So, so, you guys you you also earn. evaluate people, which to me is one of the really fun things about hanging out with you, too, is your evaluation. You can I can tell sometimes when you're evaluating something that I'm doing or that other people are doing, it's a riot. It's amazing. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> God damn it. Some people say evaluate. I say judging. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not afraid to say I, I judge people, but I, I think it's I chose very, word very I think specific. It's healthy to, like, I don't understand this notion of don't judge a book by its cover. Then why do we have covers <laughs> on the book? Like That's they right. want you to judge it. They're baiting us. And we do it to each other. Like, you showed up today. People won't get to see this, but we get to see Jason on video. Yeah, dude, he needs to be judged for the things that are going on Wait, on video with him. But, you know? Yeah, yeah like, who is that? Is that your grandfather back there? And the, like, no, I got that beret? from a Scooby-Doo cartoon. The eyes will follow you around. Like, the affluence in your video screen right now is off the charts. It's like you're in a library. Yeah. Dude, it's like, what do you, what do you, you know, and like, but... That's all part of your story today for some reason. You know, one of the yeah. fascinating things I so obviously we're friends on Facebook and stuff is uh, one of the last posts that you posted was what's uh, of all the great things that you got from you and Kenny and your life together. One of them was a sick kick game or kicks game or shoe game or whatever. Uh, sneakers. You said sneakers Ooh. game. That's what it was. Yeah. Sneaker game. Um, yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. I think I used to be the person who would wear really ugly, like $20 shoes just from, you know, Target. And the amount of money that we spend on shoes right now, I mean, th that's where our stimmy check went <laughs> to shoes. We didn't get a stimmy check. I just told you that we did so that you wouldn't hate me for spending We're money spending, on shoes. Yeah. We spend too much money on shoes. But everybody has to have a vice. So I think that's like one of our five vices. Five. Wow. Five vices? Yeah. What are the other four? And they are not, <laughs> not fit for air. <laughs> well, that just makes me want to know more, but I won't, I won't pry. I think one is shoes. We got gambling. Oh. That's definitely. I am not addicted to gambling, Leah. Stop saying I that. I went God gambling with it. Kenny once. I didn't even. Just the one time. 
Just we the did? One time. Where did we go? Uh, we went to where? Where were did we? we? It wasn't Buffalo. It was. It was, it was Syracuse. Syracuse. That's exactly where it was. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. We've also been to that yeah. casino. <laughs> we had a great day at that casino, the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, yeah and I went. Yeah. At, and I, I yeah, we went hiking, but we went to the casino, and I learned how much I have no idea what I'm doing playing a blackjack is what happened which i enjoyed doing then kenny yeah. was there and was like holy shit i'm doing this way wrong all across the board that's yeah. another vice that kenny has introduced to me so i like it i like blackjack blackjack yeah. cigars yeah. this well, guy he's like, like one of the rat pack oh, yeah. Yeah. cigars leah introduced me to strip clubs i had never been to a strip club prior to leah really Dude, she took me to my first ever strip club in Toronto, and we walked in, and it was this. It was a Sunday night. It was the saddest <laughs> establishment I had ever been in my life. It was worse than the one in Buffalo. And Thanks. then I looked over, and there was a gentleman in the wheelchair, in in a wheelchair, not the wheelchair. <laughs> he was just in a wheelchair, and he wasn't even facing the stage, and no one had the heart to just like. Turn, turn him oh. to the stage. Like, granted, he could have done it himself, but like, he was just like sitting facing a wall, and I was like, "This wow. poor guy here." So, well, that's great. So, so you've been you've you've been working with uh, uh, you've been working with Josh. You're sending out all these uh, things now. Side by side is something. Now, you guys have had a couple. I would say iterations of podcasts that you guys have, have done in the past, and it seems like you've settled on a pretty pretty sweet one uh, with this, right? Yeah, I think this is our second real attempt mm-hmm. at a podcast. And I think with this one, we just wanted to keep it fun and simple mm-hmm. and short. Like, I'm not trying to take up half an hour or an hour of anybody's day, but like 15 minutes. I love you know? it. It's enough time when you're in the car to just sit and listen while you drive or put it on in the morning when you're getting ready. And that's about as much time that people should be listening to us talk about <laughs> bullshit. It's the real, the real problem for us is that we just are lazy. And not that we're lazy. We just like don't want to do other things. Like we, we have a nice fun time together and like like, quite honestly, getting us to sit down the hour or so that we've been here now, it's like, we're doing it because we love you so oh. much. Like, quite literally, like, I don't know, we would just be, like, playing cards right now or, like, making, you know, goofy faces <laughs> at each other. That's cold for sex. <laughs> making goofy. Shakespeare said yeah, that, I think. I think. We're, we're too game. happy. Yeah. You know how some people that are creative can only be creative if they're under extreme stress or if they're very happy i think that maybe we need some turmoil in order to be more creative because we're just too fucking happy with that's why i would like to announce on your <laughs> podcast that i am filing for divorce wait what yeah leah get wait your what shit. oh no i want well, to yeah, write I, jokes i, I appreciate write what you're saying because so i was listening to side by side and uh the one where you guys talk about you have to take the test to, to, so if you were to, if the science was available to take a test of whether or not oh, yeah. you were soulmates with somebody, would that would a married couple like take that test? And, and Kenny yeah. basically said Leah would definitely do that, whether or not she says it or not. She would like. So so that to me, so you're She's creating this conflict. You're creating the conflict amongst you guys yourselves in this. Yeah, Kenny misses arguing because we don't get to do that very <laughs> often in our or ever in our relationship. I'm a very I do like arguing, and I come from very toxic relationships. <laughs> you know, whether it be from like the relationship I have with my mom and the relationship that I have with women and i think a lot of people fall into this trap where you argue and that's how you show love toward look how hard i'm arguing with you 
it's because I love you so much. And like, and so I've kind of have that ingrained in me. And then when like Leah and I first got together, I could feel like this angst building inside of me. And like, I, I couldn't figure out why, like I was happy. Like I was like, and then I can, I can literally remember saying to Leah, I miss arguing. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I need to, and then and then like probably a day or two later I got punched in the stomach outside in the street by a lady and I felt better <laughs> like and then we walked it she punched me in the stomach and then we walked into the same building together was this in Philadelphia let me guess Philadelphia hilarious. that's what I would bet uh, no, this was in New York which was fun but uh yeah like you know to Leah's you know a very easy person to live with and like yeah sure we do have disagreements but we maintain a level of rationality that like feels pretty normal that like why aren't every couple kind of bringing this into their relationship but there's a, there's an you intellectualism know, that miss- you guys as Leah you're a writer among among other things Kenny's a comedian you can imagine that there's the the uh, the I'll use the word evaluation again that you guys are constantly seeing evaluating and then rationalizing yeah, like, and so yeah. We do break every little thing down to just the nitty gritty. <laughs> it is. It's yes. Everything. <laughs> we, you know, there's, there's nothing that we don't talk about. If there's like the littlest disagreement, it'll, it'll be completely just yeah. broken down into its very small pieces. And, you know, we'll be like, oh, I think this is so because of my childhood trauma. <laughs> like, I just feel like, Hurts. like we just do, we do the most when it comes to communicating. But I think for someone like me, uh, I have a tendency, like most men, to just kind of like prefer to live in the gray area of life. And uh, Leah just is like, "Nah, I'm gonna call you." We're on gonna this get bullshit. to the bottom of this, right? And I want, and I and I and for me, intellectually, and maybe like emotionally, it just makes me feel that she like cares enough about me to want it but meanwhile she'd do it for anybody she'd do it for the homeless guy on the street she'd want to know all of this stuff and, <laughs> but like for me in a relationship with her it just makes me feel valued and i think at its core you know that's and what, what my shoulder. <laughs> we're watching too where, where you, are. you feel nice you're warm <laughs> but i think this also adds to to who so. you guys are as people and who and and I think it informs some of uh, the comedy that you guys have together and, and Kenny with you on stage as well, because some of the other sort of aspects of your of side by side is would you want to know when you're going to die discussing at marriage uh, impulse buying? Apparently Bonnaroo tickets was a big deal for you guys at one point. That's let everybody know who you guys are as people. It's almost like a like a marriage show. Is that is that at all what you guys were going for? Or is that not at all? I don't know that we had like a plan per se. I think we just wanted to talk. I think I think really the genesis of it, Jason, to be like pretty <laughs> frank with you because you know we we love you so much. Is that I think you know this about me. Like I've been I've had a pretty fun little career so far, and I think there's this notion of like maybe there's like another step or two to take for me, like to get a little bit higher. And like Leah is like, yo, dude, you need some content. Sure. On the internet, like you just come off, you just come off as like a dad and like a husband mm. on social media, and you should have some content. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to put any content out there. There's nothing really I care about. And then Leah is like, well, I'll do it with you. And like that's kind of like the genesis for it. And then what it's become is just simply I like talking to Leah. She's like my favorite person to talk to, and I can talk to her in a car for 12 hours, and I can talk to her on front of a camera for 15 minutes and I can talk to her 
while I'm taking a shit because she won't <laughs> not be in the bathroom with me. Uh, or, you know, I can just talk to her wherever. And, like, Leah does a really great job of just simply being interesting all day long. It and, has been really fun for people that have seen you on the road, though, to, you know, come back and watch your stuff and then send you a message and be like, oh, well, I thought this, I thought that. Yeah, but I don't or, care about those people. I like it. I think it's cute. <laughs> yeah, but it served us well. And, like, it definitely has, like helped me like kind of connect with audiences and like just make them feel a little bit closer because I do talk a lot about being married now on stage and I think it's like pretty much all I talk about is like having a wife and all the and it's been a fun you know change for me but uh, so yeah I think having the podcast and having you know that little platform for people to kind of stay connected after the show's has kind of helped me stay connected with like a little tiny audience that I'm building, well, again, which has I, been fun. Which is what I think the whole point of all these podcasts are right, for. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I was going like, to go with that was uh, to to again see see this through the lens of of comedy. As you are uh, one, the idea of generating content, I think, is something that, again we talk about on this show a lot. That is a good thing. You're flexing a muscle that maybe you didn't necessarily have. You're also at the same time getting to spend time uh, uh, with Leah which is uh, a, a, obviously a blast and, and comes from an intellectual place, but also an emotional place. But I think the idea of what you're doing is generating, uh, is generating more, more uh, uh, content for the stage, basically, I think is a, is a big part of that. I, I think that's a little bit what this show is for me, flexing a muscle as a host, talking more, you know, engaging with people. How do you do it from this perspective? So I, I think, I, I, I don't know, I think it's pretty great. I think good for you guys for, for doing it. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. It's also yeah. been surprising that people have liked it. And, you know, I think the notion of, for me, is that there's so many podcasts out right now, like way sure. too many. And like, uh, you know, if we were going to start something, you know, I wanted to, I want people to watch it, number one, but also number two, I want it to be, you know, something someone's taking something away from it when they do watch it. And I think what's being conveyed is that like, we just like talking to each other. Yeah. I also think that people weirdly feel, yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't say that. Hey, <laughs> people also feel weirdly connected to us. Like I'll have people from your shows tag me in a meme and be like, Oh my God, do you remember when you and Kenny talked about this? And I'll be like, Oh wait, who is this again? And you know, it'll be like someone from, Buffalo, <laughs> New York, or Albany. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fun. I think that has a lot to do that you put a lot of pictures up of you stretching <laughs> on it. <laughs> you put a lot of pictures of me stretching. I like to stretch. What I think is that people are going to listen to this show and be like, where where do I find this? I need to, because like, you guys are, first of all, you're an adorable couple. You're, the banter, the repartee is really fantastic. Now, Kenny, you've been doing comedy for a long time. Leah, you've been in the game for a while as well and sort of uh, uh, as, as a consumer at the very least. I like to ask people, do they have any pet peeves when it comes to uh, stand-up comedy? Uh, whether it's... Uh, oh, <laughs> that's usually, yeah. Like whether, I mean, whether it's what they talk about, how they present it, hosts, features, headliners. Oh, boy. Yeah, Here we go. My, <laughs> Leah rant time. My biggest pet peeve right now is when... A comedian is a joke and the audience, they're kind of grossed out or disappointed. And instead of laughing, the audience goes, oh, oh, come on. And then instead of just moving on, the comedian goes, oh, that deserved better. 
you guys should have laughed, but you're scared. You guys are just scared to laugh. You guys are pussies. And I'm like, uh, I, for me, as an audience member and someone who's seen so many fucking comics, I'm like, no, don't tell the audience what they were supposed to do. Like, that, that joke got what it deserved to get. That was exactly what it deserved. Oh, I love it. But I just I feel like it's a weird insecure thing that comics do to like they're like it's it's not my fault that joke tanked it's you guys <laughs> you pussies it's and I'm like mm, don't deflect you you need to do some reflection there and it's about all the time it's so often right I see that constantly yeah it's it's I've noticed comics like to get the ah it, because it's it's just a lo- a loud noise that makes them feel good and comics also like to get the woke mm. clap they'll be like they you know they say something like uh yeah i want to see i want to see that guy that killed george floyd behind bars don't you guys and everyone will clap Leo, do you not want to see that guy and i'm like bars? that was a that was not a joke that was just a statement that you it's said the, it's the new version of give it up for yeah. the truth so those are two of my pet peeves because you know i just i see too much jokes and we got any teachers in here we got any teachers i gotta fill up an hour anybody teachers who's in the military yeah by the way for a little bit of context (laughs) when i first met leah i met her in may of 2018 and in february of 2018 was the very first time she saw live comedy in a comedy club she saw it at the comedy store in la and then she came to a show of mine not specifically for me she just coincidentally was at a show and we met at a show and then we started dating and now we, you know, we were part of dating me was spending a lot yeah. of time in comedy clubs, you know, because one, I'm a really big deal. <laughs> and like, I'm just in. You are on the Comedy the Zone podcast. Like just constantly working. And uh, <laughs> so I can remember one time Leah and I were in a comedy club. Uh, we were sitting in the back of the club. I was getting ready to go on. And the host was on stage and he was not doing well. And Leah was laughing. Like, she was laughing earnestly at jokes. I think I remember who this was and as I, well. I was sitting kind of behind her, and I, like, like kind of leaned forward, and I whispered in her ear. I was like, hey, do you do you find this guy funny? You're, like, you're <laughs> laughing a lot. And she was like, uh, no, not really. But I just, you know, I think I, it's like we're here to laugh, and I just want to support. And then I was just like, okay. And then I just, like, leaned back. And then I can remember so vividly, like not even two months later, (laughs) a month and a half later, Leah and I were sitting in the back of a comedy club. And this is where I knew for sure I had ruined comedy for her, where a comedian was killing. And she was on her phone, (laughs) as was I. And she looked up and she turned to me when the guy said something funny. And she went, ha, tapped me on the shoulder and then went, that was funny. And then I was like, oh, God, I ruined you. I did it. Uh, You had the comics laugh now. I don't even think about things being funny anymore. I go, wow, that was brilliantly structured. That was well written. What great joke structure. It's so sad. Yep. And, And this is a lady who was laughing, like having the best time at 
the worst host. Um, and it was just, it was just like, Why dude, this guy sucks. I, but I think that's kind of, that's what you want from just a person who goes to a comedy no, show. No, you without... want genuine, real responses, Leah. You were faking it. I wasn't faking it. I think you I was just. You were faking it like no, you did with every man it, before me. <laughs> it was just the beginner's mind. I think for someone who's like never really been to shows, like you should want someone who's just ready to laugh. Sure. Like Leah was doing ideally like, you know, what you would want. You know, she was giggling hard. Like, think about it. You take someone on a date to a show and they just, they're so in their head that they don't want to laugh. They don't want to be seen laughing. That's laughing no is fun. fun. That's right. Yeah, it's no fun. Yeah. Look at that. I love it. Yeah. But yeah. I but, think that's perfect. So that was like, a, that was like Leah and I's first, uh, where I was like, oh man, I've yeah, yeah. I completely ruined that's it. That's exactly yeah. the comics laugh. I, you know, it's, it's so, so it's not laugh. often do I, do I really bust out laughing. You know, it's always like, yeah, it's it's usually yeah. a smirk. And if there's a comic by close by, it's like, that was good. Did you just hear that? That was like, yeah. You know what makes you laugh the most now as a comic is when you see a comic <laughs> bombing. Especially if you're a friend of theirs. You go, Dang. If you're a friend and they're bombing, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's Christmas morning. It's amazing. You go, <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. That's really <laughs> terrible. That's, yes. What's what's better, watching your friend bomb or watching someone you don't like bomb? Uh, probably someone I don't like bomb. Yeah, I had, I experienced really? that this weekend. I was gonna say, can I you elaborate say now? Because they're kind of uh, they're just a big comedian who came and did a guest set and they did not do well. <laughs> oh, we can figure that out. And they thought they thought that they would do well. I can tell you off the All air, right. but it was great. Uh, good uh, for you. But I actually like him a lot. I don't like him a lot. That's unfair. I respect what he's done a lot. And it was nice to not see him do well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, where, where can people uh, listen to Side by Side with you guys? They can find it on Kenny Garcia's YouTube channel. I believe it's just I am Kenny Garcia. Or on your Instagram. Or on, our, on my Instagram, which is I am Kenny Garcia. We try to put them out once a week, but as with most, most things... Uh, now we've done i think six or seven mm -hmm. and now you know we're a little bit behind but yeah. there hasn't been a clamor for it but you know yeah they can find it on uh, on those little platforms there on facebook and shit i'm an old man so <laughs> facebook, so. uh leah when, when do we get to see more of your uh your medication not not medication Ooh, your guided medication um, <laughs> guided, guided medications medica medication. i my favorite part about Jason earlier was like I didn't say guided medications, and then now he's come to a place where he's completely come to. It. I've he's accepted. Like, yeah, it. definitely. <laughs> yeah, um, mine are also on Instagram, which is Instagram.com/slash Leah in real life, or YouTube, which my username is Leah Yogi Y O G I. Um, do you, so? Do you you have a lot of uh, yoga videos on there as well. I do not have yoga videos yet. Dude, um, that was mad perverted the way he said that. Because he was like, uh, do you have I, any um, I, I, I do time any lapses. Downward dog? Any downward dog on there? Do you got any no. downward dog? No, I've, no. Heard, I've heard that the move is to make an OnlyFans for yoga videos because apparently there's a demand for that in the world. Um, but no, I, I make meditation videos, just easy stuff for people who, you know, might not have ever tried it before and want to find a little bit of peace and Zen and this kooky world. I'm not that much of a creep. I just, Kenny mentioned you did stretching and people like the, what's why I brought, I don't know why I'm trying to, I'm backpedaling. Uh, 
<laughs> Let's let that silence. Creepy. Let's let that silence live there for a moment. Creepy. Jason is like, uh, where can we find more stretchy? Any videos? Of any, you uh, any more of? Um, you know what? I'll just I'll DM you, Leah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, before before we go, because we got we got to wrap it up. Uh, who who are some of your favorite comics, man? That people should be watching, uh, um, uh, whether they're famous or not famous. You got anybody uh, kind of in the chamber there that you're like, ah, oh, yeah, check out these people when the world comes about. Are you asking me? Or Both yeah? of you. Oh boy. Okay, who you got? Uh, of non-famous it, people, you know, either sure. famous, famous oh or not famous doesn't doesn't matter. I like to find out. I mean, my my favorite famous comedian is Pete Holmes. I think he's just yes. wholesome as fuck. Well, <laughs> um, that's well said. That was perfect. And then I don't know for not famous. I guess. My uh, favorite non-famous comedian is probably Sean Murphy. He's a comedian out of uh, Buffalo who lives in New York. Uh, I think he's just awfully hilarious. <laughs> he opens up for like Mark Norman occasionally and a couple of other fellows. Obviously you. Oh. Uh, Brian. You know who makes me laugh? <laughs> Peggy O'Leary out of oh, Philadelphia. Peggy O'Leary out of Philadelphia She's makes hilarious. me laugh a lot. She actually is just very crazy and funny. Love it. Yeah. Jason Allen King out of Charlotte <laughs> is very funny. Uh yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's more, but I can't. I'm on the spot. Not right for now. nothing. That's great. And I, I don't say this only because I live here in Tampa, but uh, as a New York or, you know, as a New York comic moving here, uh, I've had the luxury of like being on a bunch of Tampa shows here. And I've been quite surprised with how good a lot of the young Tampa comics are like with not having the opportunity of as much stage time as you can get in other cities. I've been like really, really surprised with like how far along, um, some of these guys are like, um, there's like a handful. Oh my God. You know who's really funny? Dan Carney. Oh yeah. This is guy, Dan Carney, who I like a lot. I also, I think Scotty Lavelle is hilarious. (laughs) Dan Carney's a comic who opens for Tim Dillon a bunch. He's out of New York. Scotty Lavelle is a Tampa uh, comic who lives in New York. Maybe he's a New York comic who lives in Tampa. I don't know. By the way, he doesn't necessarily make me laugh as much as he does Leah, but I think that uh, I think off stage he's like one of the most unique human beings I've ever been around, and I really enjoy his energy. And on stage, I think he's just. I think that he's too anxious currently to like, you know, he needs to get out of his own way. And I think, uh, yeah, like he's among that group of like Tampa comics that I've met. I don't know. Should I name them? Would that be hey, whatever? Yeah, whatever? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm all for it. Is this guy, uh, Jay legend. Oh, very funny. Jojo white, Stephen Henry, uh, Sophia Sanchez, uh, you know, uh, I think that they're very much on their way. They just like need, opportunity but i could also see them if they stay here you know kind of eventually just kind of you know they need to figure something out yeah. because there's not enough things going on here yeah right in tampa for them you know but i think that they're super talented and i've been really surprised and i've enjoyed working with them and uh, you're you're so, of yeah. the opinion that people need to, to uh, spread their wings travel a little bit get out there and work in other places to develop no I disagree. (laughs) I'm not of that. I think that comics really buy into this notion of grinding for some reason. I got to grind it out. I got to do this. And it's like, to me, I hate it. 
like there's this perception that we're running a race against each other but we're not we're running a race against ourselves and our own, we're run in our own expectations of what we should be and what we should have and i think that like quality of life and enjoying being alive is more important than being a good comic and uh i think that like you if you have a good life and are can kind of focus on those things it's going to make you a better comic and so i think that a lot of people feel like they do need to like struggle and they do need to like be in the grind of things also social media plays into it as well like it just looks better on the optics if you're trying harder you know or at least publicly you're trying harder and i think that like that's the trick that's like kind of really hurt a lot of comics in like the social media age uh, you uh, and i've had i think a very similar conversation where you had had talked about not not the exact context but it was like yeah no i want to i want to live uh literally that an interesting life i want to do these other things if if i got to forego everything else to be the greatest comic ever is it like i'm not super interested in doing that i want to listen it sounds fun it sounds like it'd be a good time yeah. uh at the end but like you know what about on the way to it like i don't you know there's other things that i enjoy doing yeah. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, someone asked me today what my idea of making it as a comedian would be. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I feel like I've already made it. Like all the other stuff is gravy. You know, like I get to live a really easy life with the most beautiful human being. And every day is easy and interesting. And that's because I don't have to go work a nine to five. Like as a, comedy to me is like the most fun job that I've had because I only have to do it for a half an hour every day, you know? And like, to me, the real job of comedy is getting to the gigs, you know? And I like being in my car. I like traveling. So, you know, like it's a nice little charmed life. So I feel like I've made it already and everything else that kind of comes the rest of the way is just gravy for me. I think that is, uh, uh, that's the thesis, uh, that uh, you've been, uh, living your life that way. And I appreciate it. And that's why I find you to be one of the, the most fascinating people that I've met. And, uh, Leah has, uh, uh, stepped in has been the the perfect compliment to that uh you guys are really uh, uh, great friends and uh, i love you both and and i wish you guys the best you know that uh so everybody l look them up uh look these folks up go see kenny on stage listen to their podcast follow them on social media they're just interesting fun fascinating people thanks so much for coming on the show uh look them up on uh, like i said all the social medias it's i i am kenny garcia leah one more time your your socials can you I'm Leah in real life. No, no, no. You misspoke. You're not I'm Leah in real life. You're just simply Leah in real life. No, no I said I am. I am. No, it's Leah in real life. I am Kenny Garcia on social media. You are Leah in real life in social media. Got not, it. Not I am Leah in well, real life. Well, Leah is Leah in real life. Uh, and it, not I am Leah in real life. Who's on first? Yeah, yeah I was just going to say it's 2021's version of who's on first. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for everybody to hear this, uh, this episode for sure. Brian, anything we need to, uh, say on our way out, buddy? Uh, we should probably mention, uh, the date has been set for the comedy zone in Charlotte to reopen on uh, limited seating, uh, uh, with, uh, Paul Hooper as a headliner, Todd Riley featuring, uh, that's taking place the weekend of May 13th. 
So if you're interested in going, uh, the Comedy Zone Charlotte set to reopen the weekend of May 13th, uh, cltcomedyzone.com, the website for tickets and more details. And of course, queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Check it out. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're excited to have comedy back, everybody. Uh, I'm Jason Allen King for Brian Baltashevitz. Uh, Kenny, Leah, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. You guys are the best. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 